Hello, my beauties. Welcome to In the Flow of Magic. And it is episode 101. I'm recording this at the end of 2022. And this is a very special episode. It was presented as a by registration only webinar. And it is about the sacral chakra, the sacred sacral chakra. So it's a nice, juicy, long episode going into how to self-diagnose sacral chakra blockage or openness to open. Those are the two polarities. The sacral chakra very much has to do with, and I'll get much more into this, but has to do with our reproductive health, our sexuality, uh, pleasure. It is really, in a lot of ways, the center of the divine feminine within. And so as this is being recorded, the course, the Chakra Soul Alchemy training that has a live component with me, that is on sale at a very special price before we go into 2023. So if you're at all interested in spiritual growth and breaking through in 2023 by working with Energy Alchemy, then this program is for you. I'll put the link somewhere you can find it or head on over to my website, intheflowofmagic.com. All right, let's jump into the webinar. And again, if you'd like to see it as a video, I will also, that link is on my website and can be found on my website. And I'll put it where hopefully you can find it here under the podcast, because there are slides that go along with this. All right, stay blissed and blessed. If you have questions and you want to reach out directly, you could email assistant at intheflowofmagic.com. All right, bye for now. Enjoy the episode. So get comfortable. Um, You do want to turn off any um, devices. So today we are going to talk about the sacral chakra, the depths of it, and the sort of the promises of the sacral chakra. Okay. Oh, welcome. Hi, Opiemi from Central Vermont. Gigi, Robbie, Ray Lynn. Let's go to the next slide. And one thing I want to put myself in the corner. Okay, so I'm in the corner. Okay, so is your sacral chakra too blocked, too open? Those are the two basic, um, basic things that can happen with the chakras. Okay, so my promise to you is that by the end, I promise that we'll talk about three ways to begin the healing process, healing the sacral chakra. Um, why it's important will be woven in there, obviously, and we will have practiced a method to heal and balance that energy, okay, by the end of this. So the meat of this will be that we'll practice um, my own method of healing the chakras that mixes, and some of you know, um, actually Gigi is already in my chakra course, and so that includes this and more, but I'll be layering in multiple methods of like healing. Okay, and then I'll share about the course and then I will take questions at the end. I'll take all and any questions that you have. Okay, a little bit about me because I don't know that all of you know that much about me. (laughs) So why should you listen to me? So I got to tell you that. So I've been featured in Yoga Journal, Self, Essence, Elephant Journal, which you probably haven't heard of. That's okay. Yoga City um, and Heart and Soul Magazine. I had my own yoga studio in New York City and I was probably um, one of the first um, black yoga studio owners 
way back in the day. And so I was going by Yogini Kala, as some of you know. I have a YouTube channel, actually over 18,000 right now. And I'm a spiritual coach and mentor to women. I primarily am just really focused on helping women. I think that we're seeing the rise of the divine feminine. What's, I got my dream job, goddesses, in 2003. And welcome if you're just joining me, if you're just coming in. Um, that was to be a professor. This is the college here, actually, that you're seeing. Um, it's in upstate New York. Uh, that was my dream job. And um, I was already teaching yoga, but I was like, you know, I want something steadier. And I was really being driven by outside forces, like get a stable career. Okay. You know, don't, don't listen to what you want to do. You've got to do something very stable and steady and respectable. Right. They, my parents didn't understand yoga. Okay. Let me know in the comments, if you have that at all, that sense of what your dream is versus what society may be telling you, you know, this is what you should do because this is how you'll make more money. Well, it did not work. Okay. By 2008, I left that college and I, I knew I was, I had anxiety. I had depression. My um, therapist at the time, uh, she was therapying other people from the college. So she said to me, this is a dysfunctional place. It is, it's just really not you because I'm hearing the same stories from other people. That really creeped me out because I was like, oh my God, it's really a sick place. By the time I left, after that, I was diagnosed with PTSD, okay, post-traumatic stress disorder from being a professor. So I transitioned out of academia. And again, this is leading to why I do the work that I do now. So <clears throat> I went and additionally studied massage therapy, and I'm going to bring some of that into what we're going to do. So I got my... Um, I studied, I got my license in New York State, and I began a new career at 45, um, you know, being a massage therapist. It was tough because my third chakra had really been damaged, and it literally took me years to see it through that lens. But what I mean is your third chakra, and Gigi knows, I always say this, it's an underrated chakra for women. But you guys, it's as if the, the people, I was bullied in academia, it was as if they reached in and like removed my my drive, my ambition, my confidence. I had all of that going in, but I had a good sense of self-worth. I was very independent. But by the time I left, I was completely gutted. So I had to heal myself, okay? So yeah, any major change means we have to change. For years, I was actually, you know, I went almost basically homeless. You know, I was like couch, couch surfing, okay? I was never on the street. But I just had, I, I didn't want to get another job because I was so traumatized by my boss at the college and by these uh, male colleagues, um, you know, so it was really, really traumatic. And it's what I had to really heal. So up to back to sort of now and what happened. So I've been certified since 1994. That is way back in the day. And I've been studying chakras since that time. Okay. So just so you know, like, why should I even listen to her? Because there's so much stuff on YouTube and, you know, people put out, they read one book or they put out a video. They haven't even like practiced anything. Let's jump into this. There are two main types of um, dysfunction with the chakras. Let me know that you're with me. Give me a yes if you're ready to hear more. Give me a yes in the chat. If the sacral chakra is um, too open, 
if there is excessive flow. So, you know, just picture uh, something in nature. So like a, you know, where there's like a flow of water, which of course, um, water and fluids link very much with this chakra and it's flowing too much. We can be overly sexual, overly sexually active. Now there's no judgment in that. Cause I mean, who am I to judge, you know, but you know, um, I was going to also make up a form, but you can just like take notes or just write this down and just check it off. I was going to make this fancy form, but I didn't get a chance to, but you know, are you overly sexually active or has that been an issue for you? Or, you know, this could be someone, you know, it could be, it could be a child of yours, could be a niece or something, you know, a nephew, you know, it could be, so it does not necessarily you. So overly sexually active because the energy, the energy of our, our psyche, our energy body is overly focused there. And so we can be overly emotional, overly reactive. Okay. Again, let me know in the chat. Hi, Jessica. If you're just joining us, let me know in the chat, if you've ever met a woman, especially Let's stay, who's just emotional. Like it doesn't matter what you say. Sometimes they're, they're very easily triggered. Okay. So let me, again, type a yes. Or do you know somebody, do you know one person, two people actually give me a number, just very emotional. I actually worked for someone like that and I won't go into the situation. And she was a lovely person. We actually really cared for each other. I was working for her, but her reaction to everything went right to her emotions and I would be a little more rational and she, you know, and, and so we'd have these polarities. Okay. At least three. Yes. Right. Because as women, like what's the negative when, when, especially when a man criticizes a woman, it's, it's something about kind of overly, you know what I mean? Over emotional, you're overthinking it. And they mean like you're over ruminating, you're over like chewing on it, which is what rumination means. Okay. We've all been there. So overly emotional, reactive, you know, it's just drama. It's drama. It's tears. It's, it's, you know, it's just, I know people like that. I know it too, really too, probably three compulsively creative. What does that mean? Compulsively creative, compulsively creative is I have a friend who, who is an artist. Um, and so it's often, you know, somebody in the arts where they're just, it's like the mad genius, you guys, like the stereotype of the, the artist that's just like, that's all they think about, you know? So I've known artists who they're doing their work, whether they're painting, whatever, they will not stop to eat. Okay. Because they're, it's like the energy takes them over and they're just in a creative, like almost like a creative madness, right? It's, that's an imbalance where the energy is just flowing through there too much. Okay. It's almost taking them over their creativity. It's like, think of rock stars even, or um, I'm thinking of actually of one, you guys probably wouldn't know, or just this singer, older singer from another country. And she wouldn't sleep at night. She'd be composing songs. And it's that, that type of manic energy that is about their creativity. Right. I'm even thinking of like Lady Gaga for some reason, or, or Prince, for example, right? Loved, loved Prince. It was really sad, uh, you know, at the way he passed away and at his passing, but where they're just so prolific that it's like, it really is excessive. Okay. And fixation on sex, sexual thoughts. Now I put an asterisk there because this can also go with the blocked um, issue as well. So this is too open. It just means the energy is moving through that part of our being 
more than others, then through the heart, then through the throat, you know, then through the crown. It's, it's just too much there. Robbie says she knows at least two people. Yes. So, you know, and now they don't have to have all of it. I'm so glad I paused there for a sec. The, the person doesn't have to have, maybe they're not creative. Maybe it's not expressing as creativity, but it's sexual activity, right? One other thing I just remembered, and I've shared this before on my channel. The other thing with this chakra, when it's too open is, again, think of famous, famous people, famous musicians. What's their other thing? Drugs. It isn't just stress, you guys. This second chakra, the sacral chakra, has to do with an addiction to the senses. So overly sensual. So I don't mean just like in terms of sex, but like food. Remember that? Who's that Italian actor, you guys, who, oh, he was he was a wonderful actor, really, really heavy guy. He was in, in um, oh God, that mafia show. What was that mafia show? And he literally had a heart attack, you guys, after he had this huge meal. Does anybody remember what I'm talking about? Okay. Because Gandolfo, um, oh, Gandolfino, something like that. He literally had had this like disgustingly rich meal. Um, they described like his last meal. It was like insane what he had eaten. And then he like keeled over. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. Yeah. James Gandolfini. And I could tell he was a very sweet soul, but there was a lot of pain there. So all these compulsions really come from the sacral chakra. So it can be food. It can be drugs. Like they just need, they need to feel good. Right. So it's going to be heroin or in my case, you know, <laughs> it'll be brownies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I confess. So that's, that's, when it is, there's, it's too open. Let's go on. All right. Cause I don't want to go off on brownies. So the blocked energy, this is much more common, much more common. And perhaps for a lot of you, and this is kind of where I, you know, have had issues. And that's why I really also am into the chakras blocked energy. So again, picture, this is a great analogy, picture a stream. And when it's, it's dammed up, just think of even a little stream, right? There's twigs, there's rocks, there's just debris. That is literally like the internal condition when a, a chakra is blocked. So that energy, which would be the water, it can't flow. So it's just, it's building up. And also think of like a dam, like a huge dam that, you know, we've built in different parts of the world and especially out in the West. And what does a dam do? So it's blocking all the water, but then you have tremendous power, right? If you harness it and you, it literally creates a waterfall and creates electric power. Okay. So that's what when your sacral energy is blocked so lack of desire because it's just tight so the normal amount of flow for you is not happening so the desire might be low lack of ability to orgasm and things like fibroids okay things like cysts reproductive issues because that's what this sacral chakra swadhisthana that's what it governs okay Okay, I'm just checking the time. So let me know in the chat. You know, I'm really curious what brought you to this like live. And I'm so grateful and happy that you're here live. Do you have reproductive issues? Fibroid cysts. Now, of course, the West would be like, oh, well, no, it's this. It's a hormonal imbalance. And they'll go to the cellular level. And that's true. What I'm saying is the chakras, the energy system, you guys, is like a scaffolding on which the body is built. So it it's not visible to most people, right? Some people have that kind of sight where they may be able to see it, but it's your energy body, which is like the scaffolding that the physical body is built on. 
Okay. So yes, it will show up as hormonal imbalance and, oh, well, we found you have too much of this enzyme. What I'm saying is why, why the energetic level, the blueprint is off. Okay. So fibroid cyst, reproductive issues, uh, stiff through the hips, um, you know, tension through the hips, uh, the pelvis, the buttocks, just tension and stiffness. Okay. And the same, the obsessive sexual thoughts or fantasies, because again, you're not really expressing your sexuality often if it's blocked or there's, it might not be satisfying as I mentioned before. So, you know, you could be married, you could be having sex, you could have a partner, but the energy is, is still not flowing through. Okay. Let me, let me know that you're with me. Do you have any, um, actually, I don't want to put questions in yet because I want to put them in. There's actually a place to put questions up, up at the top. So let me know that you're with me. Give me a yes. I'm having more tea. Again, do you know somebody who sounds more blocked? Because like I said, you can still be sexually active, but it's not like you're never going to have sex, but the energy is not, um, it's not flowing it's not healthy. Uh, another symptom also is lack of joy. I don't have that on the slide. Yeah. Don't have that on the slide, but goddesses it. Um, and I've had that. It's someone who focuses so much on work often with this. So it's like a displacement of the energy. So uh, they don't tend to do joyful things. They don't tend to relax and to play because that's linked with this chakra as well. Like I said, this chakra is about pleasure. So if it's blocked, there's going to be an inability and, and almost a disdain of pleasure because, oh, it's a waste of time. It's just, you know, I'm serious. I have stuff I'm getting done. So, you know, and we all have shades of that because, as you know, the energy moves and spirals through the chakras, right? It's not a static thing. It's not like it's like a spoon, like it's stuck. It's, it's always moving, okay? Always, always moving. Yeah. So you can, I mean, yeah, you can have kids and, and still, you know, you can have small fibroids developing, um, you know, have children, like I said, have relationships. And um, also there's a mental, along with this, there's a mental aspect because it's all connected. So what do I mean by that? You know, you may, a lot of this, I think the blockages come from, I think what I feel is a lot of guilt around sexuality for women. Okay. Huge topic. Um, I'll add something here. Yeah. That sort of backs that up. And this is like scientifically proven. Okay. Now science doesn't, you know, they haven't found chakras yet, but um, this aspect is scientifically shown. There've been studies that women who have been sexually assaulted, okay, tend to have higher rates of reproductive issues. Like it's, there's, you know, and it's a big enough, it's not just the, the level of chance. Like, you know, childhood sexual assault, rape, that type of thing later than they're having reproductive issues. They're having cysts, they're having fibroids. It's a blockage. It's like this. It's like a tightness, uh, locking down, locking everything down. Okay. And that's not our fault. I'm not, I'm there. In no way am I blaming anyone when that happens. So the first method, let's keep going. The first method that works really well is yoga. Because yoga is literally made, it is not about having a cute butt, as we've made it in the West, you know, and just being super flexible. It's about moving 
energy through the body, through each chakra, through the meridians. The meridians are the energy channels that run all over your body. Okay. Think of it almost like the nervous system. There's some correlation between the nervous system and meridians. Um, so yoga that opens the hip area and that brings energy and blood into the hip and the pelvis and the reproductive organs. Okay. On the physical level. I want to add in here in terms of the meridians and a lot of yoga teachers don't know this. This is from my training in shiatsu coming out of traditional Chinese medicine. So the meridians that correlate, you might want to write this down, and this is in the chakra course. Um, the meridians that correlate are the kidney and bladder. And you guys, you probably, have, you may have heard the phrase genitourinary system. Genito, so genitals, urinary, like that's the term, genitourinary system. Because even in the West, our reproductive system is linked with the bladder and the kidneys, okay? And so I'm saying, the kidney bladder meridian has a huge amount to do with the flow to the sacral chakra. And I teach activation points in the chakra course to help move that. The second method, uh, so yoga, starting to do yoga will really be helpful. The second method, and then the third one we're going to do. So get ready, we will be meditating and multi-layered meditation. The second method is just self-nurturing. So self-care right? Things like Abhyanga. I have a video on that on my channel. Um, oil massage. And specifically, I'm just going to give you the main thing that um, I am thinking of here is to use oils. They can have be medicated oils or just um, almond or sesame are traditionally used. Um, you could use coconut as well. And just massaging over the womb in a like a clockwise motion, I would actually do clockwise and then counterclockwise because you're trying to move the energy there. You might actually find that you have some discomfort or you have some discharge, but it's just that level of self-nurturing. Okay, so warm hands, oil, and just um, massaging right over that womb area. Um, Abhyanga is when you oil the entire body and it is deeply healing goddesses. Um, like I said, I have a video on my YouTube channel. I just look up oil massage and things like baths and also just starting to increase your level of joy. Literally, like maybe take your nephew, take your little niece, you know, if you're older, take your grandchild and go out once a week with them and just have fun and just relax. Um, maybe you used to, when you were younger, you know, um, run or swim and you've stopped, go back to that. So pleasure, putting pleasure back in your life literally is going to affect how you feel, sh start to shift your hormones and affect you, you know, affect your skin, affect everything on a deeper level. So bringing more joy in and doing self-care, self-nurturing. Um, but let's jump into my specific method of meditation that I want to lead you guys in. So welcome. Um, I just want to welcome everybody who's here. If you joined late, that's okay. We've got Raylin and Robbie and Opiemi and Gigi and Jessica um, with us right now. And, and that's just, you know, who's saying uh, in the chat. Okay, so let's do this practice. Okay, we're going to do a multi-dimensional practice, probably run 10 minutes. Um, yeah, it'll probably run about 10 minutes is what I'm going to aim for. 
Okay, so get ready. Quiet space, no distractions. And let me just, there we go. All right. Any any quick questions before we begin? You can put them right in the chat. Is there any questions at this point? Remember, I will have time for questions, and I'll absolutely be here to answer questions at the end. All right. Good. Good. All right. So let's do this. We're going to start by stimulating what's called the sea of chi point. Okay. This is an extremely powerful point. Um, and that's why I pick the best ones because of my training. This one is also sometimes referred to as the Tantien. The Tantien. If you do martial arts or know anyone who does Tai Chi, any of the martial arts, they teach moving from this part of your body. So what you're going to do is take two finger widths, right? And it's important, actually, your index finger and your middle finger, okay? Like that. And you're going to go right below your belly button and measure that width. Okay, so let's do that now. And then go right below that. So like right where your, um, so your index finger is at the top, right? Right below your belly button. And then where that second finger hits, that's the point. And it's called C of Chi. What I'd like you to do is take your middle finger. And, and that's right on your midline. Sorry, I didn't say that. So right, so right below your belly button, right? Right on that midline, measure two finger widths down. Okay, so you're right below your belly button, two finger widths down. And this matters because if you were like a really huge guy, your fingers would be fat. And so your body would be longer and that would be the measurement. So it's based on your body. That's why we're doing this. So, okay, take your middle finger and you're just going to gently begin to breathe in and breathe out. And as you breathe out, Goddess, what I'd like you to do is gently, so as you breathe out, press in a little more, okay? So move your, um, if you have a belt, I'm adjusting myself here while I give you the instructions. All right. So you don't want a belt or a waistband in the way. So we're pressing in, okay, to the C of Chi point. Very powerful point. I'm going to change my layout here just for a moment. It's uh, CV6, conception. Interesting, this is called conception vessel. Conception vessel runs right down, so CV6. Now, even as I'm talking to you, I'm holding this point, and my energy, like I'm becoming more aware of this. Okay, so we're just going to hold, breathe, and again, press a little bit deeper um, with that middle finger, middle finger, so it's gently curved and it's just pressing in. Beautiful. Bring your attention down. Conception vessel six. Very, very powerful point. Go ahead and close your eyes. Just follow along with my voice. You're doing great. It might be slightly uncomfortable. That's okay. Now you should not feel a sharp pain. If you feel a sharp pain, then back out of the point a little bit. So as I exhaled, I've pressed a little bit deeper. You know, you want it to be a, um, a real connection, a real uh, pressure there. Okay. Again, not painful though, but enough to bring your attention. Okay. Beautiful. We're going to keep doing that. 
hold, keep holding. And I'm just going to talk you through what I call the golden bowl, which is just our pelvic structure. So right below where that your fingers are, you've got the pubic pubic bone, right? Protection from the front of your body. And in the back, you've got the sacrum, sacrum, right? Triangular shaped bone at the base of your spine. Breathe in, breathe out. In fact, let's, I'd like you to take your other hand, goddesses, take your other hand. I've cupped my palm a little bit and I've placed it right over my sacrum. Okay. So it's right at the base of your spine, that hard bone, you know, right where that little tailbone would be. And just feel that warmth and feel that you're connecting that um, middle finger from the CV point through the sacrum. Okay, now you can move that hand and just bring one hand to your hip bone and feel that structure, left or right hip. Just feel that, right, that structure. And then on the opposite side, you have that same structure. So it's like a, a flattened oval, right? Pubic bone in the front, sacrum in the back, left, you know, hip bone, pelvic bone, right. And now slowly we're going to release the sea of chi points, but you don't release it suddenly. Feel that you're coming up through layers and layers and layers. And now your finger is just on the surface of your skin. Beautiful. And now just take... We're going to rub both palms together to warm them up, right? And just blow into your hand, warm, and now place a palm right over where that point was, like you're sealing it. So you'd pressed right on the point, and now you're sealing the energy. And this is what we're going to do now. We're continuing this meditation. We're going to go deeper. Eyes are closed. So feel that golden bowl. Feel warmth and sensation right in the pelvis, swirling around. But again, you're feeling the bony structures first. We're just building our scaffolding. Hmm. Okay. Now we're going to go a little bit deeper inside. Hopefully you're feeling some energy, if tingling. Now bring to mind the beautiful orangish color, but in a beautiful soft orange, not a bright neon, like really beautiful ball of energy and feel that that's under your hand, inside your body. And if you can't bring to mind the color orange, open your eyes and just look around. Is there anything that's a peach color, anything in that family? And then take that color in goddess and then and visualize if you can. Hmm, beautiful. So you've got activated the sea of chi point. Your energy is going to be flowing there. You've done the golden bowl where you're really feeling the pelvic structure. We're feeling energy. And now we're going to add the last piece of sound. Vum. V-A-M, but pronounced a bit like rounded. So it's not vam, <laughs> it's like an O-U almost, vum. Go ahead and sound that. And I'd love for you to feel that you're sending that sound right under your hand 
from the spine at that level and then forward right into under your palm. So in the spine, up from your tailbone, but not as high as your navel, right? That's the point. And then under your hand, so within your physical body, this ball of energy swirling. And you want to hear the final, the vibration, send that vibration, that vibratory um, clearing down into that area. Concentrating, you're doing great. You can do it silently. If you're alone, you can do it out loud. Vum. And really, you might feel it up in your throat. So send it down, down to Svadhisthana, down to the sacral chakra. You're doing great. So keep repeating. Vum. You might feel swirling, you might feel a little tingling, you might feel a pressure, pulsing, whatever you feel is fine because we're just doing a little bit, okay? You may not feel anything at all, but trust that something is happening. So we're clearing and moving this energy. Let's do VAM a couple more times. Vum. 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 just energetically holding for you the space for you to feel that. Tingling or swirling, warmth, pulsing, vibration. Beautiful. We're just going to complete the practice by inhaling. You're drawing in prana, oxygen, whatever you want to call it, into your body, send it down to under your palm. Your palm is still over your womb space. And now as you exhale, feel that the energy is condensing and coalescing under your palm. Two more times. So inhale, bring energy into your entire physical system. Exhale, locate it at that CV6 point. And one more time. Beautiful. Now, as I was doing this practice, I actually felt the energy move up from that chakra up to my throat because I'm communicating with you. So it was a very interesting feeling. And we're going to inhale and just stretch your arms up. Stretch, stretch, stretch. Open your fingers. Look up. And bring your palms together over your head. Exhale and just bring your hands right down through the midline. This is very centering. Palms back to your heart chakra. Inhale, open your arms out to the side, goddesses. Palms up, inhale. Touch the palms together. Bring 
and then back down. Beautiful. One more time. Inhale, palms up, out to the side. Receptive, gathering, 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 and bringing energy down and in. Just notice how you feel for a moment. Pause. Hmm. Hmm. So that was a really multi-layered approach and a practice. Hmm. So, so we've learned how to know if your sacral chakra is imbalanced. We've discussed three main ways to heal it, doing one of them within the time we have, right? We've practiced one of them. And this is a powerfully healing practice. Let me just tell you before I go on, I do want to share with you now a little bit about my course um, if you want to go further. Um, so what I want to say, though, is you'll notice goddesses, not just right now, but even tomorrow you might notice um, some after effects from this practice, okay? And we can talk about that more when we get to the questions, okay? Because our energy, and Gigi knows, I always give this example, it's like trying to turn a big ship, like a cruise liner. It doesn't just turn like, you know, boom, and go off to the right or left, right? It has to slowly. So your body, the energy flows according to a, a clock, and it has patterns it has to run through. So even tomorrow, I promise you, you're going to feel some positive effects. All the chakras are connected. As you know, just like a flywheel on a bicycle, right? You know, those two interlocking wheels, which I think is called a flywheel, how when one spins, it spins the other. So each chakra is connected. So it's not just sacral by itself, right? If there's an imbalance there, it affects the one above, the one below, and then that affects the entire system, okay? So they're all connected, which is why I created a course to kind of take you through it. So here I want to share um, a testimonial from one of my students, from Veronica. And she said, I enjoy learning the characteristics of the different chakras. I love the content and the way the material is presented. The information is clear, concise, and easy to follow. And the portal is user-friendly. I'm enjoying it very much. That was Veronica. I want to share another one before I um, go on and before we'll take questions. This woman um, took an early version of the chakra course and she had focused, I was focusing just on the lower chakras and you guys, she had men coming at her uh, right and left. And she said, I noticed that people uh, also treated me differently and I attracted much more attention. <laughs> She's like a lot of male attention, a lot of sexual attention, not in a bad way because she was wanting that. Uh, which is why I put her name, Susan, that's like not really her name. But she said, um, I experienced some synchronicity that I couldn't explain, but certainly there was the power, money, and sexual energy strongly surrounding me during the practice. So that was, that was her experience. It was pretty uh, special. She was really happy about that. So the course where the material is from is called, um, hang on, Chakras for Challenging Times. 
Okay. Cause we are in challenging times, of course, right? Really, really challenging times we're in. So I want to bring it back. I was just covering that up. So it's an online course that I created. It's unique. As I said, in that, I'm going to go through this quickly in that, um, it has some information that you're not going to find correlated anywhere else. So it's eight lessons. You know, you can go ahead and read this yourself, but it includes activation points like the sea of chi that we did specific to each chakra. It includes meditations that I've recorded. Um, it includes mudras, which are sacred hand positions for each chakra, right? And to move that energy. So it's really multi-layered and a lot of journaling, <laughs> a lot of as practice. So the reason I think this is an amazing course, and I know this is an amazing course, is because I give you different ways to work with the chakras. So I don't just say you have to do it this way, like just do the meditation. I'm layering, like I said, the journaling and the psychological exploration, the subtle energy. And I have more testimonials, quite a few of the women. The main thing they say they really love is knowing these points help them to feel the chakras more fully, these activation points, these points on the meridians, okay? The, the course, it's eight lessons. And the reason it's eight lessons or something I forgot to mention, it's eight lessons because I do an introductory mindfulness training. Because goddess, it's hard to concentrate on the chakras if you don't have the steadiness of mind. So there are eight lessons and there are also four live sessions. So I give you multiple ways to work with them. So let's look inside the course. Let's take a look. Again, eight lessons because we start with the first lesson on mindfulness and there are videos, there is audio, there um, are little areas that give you the highlights of each chakra, what you need to know, the key points. There's a PDF for each chakra that you'll be able to print out that gives you all the correspondences. But again, it's the layering into my own specific practices as a yoga teacher for, you know, over 24 years. Here we're looking at the sacral chakra. And again, diving in depth with these activation points that are not found in any other chakra course. So it's that combination of all the different methods that's going to really create a breakthrough for you. I talk about how to create an altar. I give visual images here. It's going to pop up in a moment. Just inspiration for images. This is for the sacral chakra. Just to get you into the mood of the altar. And you can choose to focus on one chakra or move through the course with us. Either way is fine. There's a lesson every week and then every third week, you so you get two lessons and then we get a live with me, with the group on Zoom. You can see each other, the whole thing. It's really fun. Okay. So it basically runs for three months. So it's two lessons alive, two lessons alive and so on. So that is what I wanted to share with you to end before we go to, if you have any questions, the price of the course is going to continue to go up. The course is it's, you're going to have access for a year. So it's going to be much higher actually, if you wait. So this is about healing. And I want to honor your time goddess. So 
there is a special offer just for those like you who have watched this webinar, you know more about the course than somebody just coming in and arriving on my website page. And so as a thank you for taking time to watch the webinar, to try the practice with me, I'm offering a discount for a limited time only, and it will be below. The current latest discount and pricing will be right below this, so check that out, and it will be for a limited time only. There is also a way to get in touch with me if you are interested in certification and you would like to ask some more questions and um, speak with me. So thank you so, so much. And as I said, notice tomorrow. So what might you notice? You might notice either feeling very calm. Maybe you're more aware of your sexuality or your sensuality. Maybe you feel different in your body. Maybe you sleep better tonight. It depends on your particular condition. But again, the energy is going to continue to shift tonight and into tomorrow. A testimonial from one of my students love that I can go at my own pace. I enjoyed the live sessions and the group interaction. I'm better able to digest and enjoy working with each chakra due to the spacing of the lessons. The acupressure and breath work have changed my physiology. Annette, there are more testimonials on the course page.